Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. See, I did it right that time, Chuck. <laughs> I am Kaivar Williams. I'm your host, and this is Failing in Love. All right, we got a pretty good show for you tonight, uh, because tonight I am failing in real estate. Location, 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 baby. Um, before we get started, you know, few things. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, you know, uh, my socials are just my name and my email, pretty much the same as my name, Williams at gmail.com. That's K-I-A-V-A-N-T-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S at gmail.com. You also find me on Facebook and Instagram and all the socials on the interwebs uh, to try to find me. Try to find me like I'm hiding. I ain't, I ain't hiding. I'm right here. Um. So, I've I received a lot of emails from y'all, man. And I apologize. I couldn't get to all of them. But someone gave me a really good idea. And I'm going to implement it into the show. Not every show, but, you know, I do like, what, two shows a week? So, in one of the shows, I'll go ahead and implement it. And I call it the three S's. The song of the night. The sip, like if you want to sip on something while you listen to this show, or while you're just kicking and cooling out, and a smell. So you can still, you can smell good, you know, when, when, you, when you're around pleasant company, you want to smell good, you want to be relaxed, you want to be loose, you want to cut some music on, so first off, I'm not a wealthy guy, but I have a pretty nice uh, staple of things that uh, make my life quite comfortable. And one of those things would happen to be not really a collection of cologne, but I do have a, a, a nice assortment, you know? And uh, I never really get the 3.4 ounce bottles. I always get the 1.7 ounce bottles. I feel like that's enough, you know, for, for the fragrance. And the price point is usually anywhere from 20 to like $120, depending on what you're getting. So we're going to start off with something that's going to be in the lower range. It's kind of old, but it's a classic. It's going to smell great for fall. Like It's going to be like a nice, crisp, sort of apple smell. And it is a Kenneth Cole reaction. It's like in like a little bottle and the liquid is green. And that stuff smells amazing. It lasts for a long time. And with the weather being a lot cooler, when that breeze hits just right, their noses are going to go in the air. So that's the smell. And then let's just say you're cooling out. You could be watching a football game. You could be entertaining. You could just be, you know, sitting on your deck, just thinking about life and how blessed you are. And you want to have yourself a little drink. Uh, this is called the uh, Southern Charmer. And you can use whatever cognac you want to use. I happen to use Doucet when I was making this when I looked it up. And it's 1.5 parts Doucet. So it's like if you do yourself a two-second pour of... That's one part. So like a three-second pour. And then two parts of sweet tea. And then one part of lemonade. And if you want to get all fancy and smashy, you go ahead and just cut up a lemon slice. Throw that bad boy on the side and throw it in the drink. And then my song of the night. 
this dude has been doing music for so long. I remember uh, hearing, first hearing about him when I was in the eighth grade. And uh, his name is Kenny Lattimore. I mean, we're talking about grown folk music. He has a song called Pressure. And like, I don't know, like Kenny Lattimore, he's just timeless. And also, the brother had game because his marriage to Shantae Moore, once upon a time, one of my all-time favorite crushes. So, uh, that's that. And uh, now we're going to get into this evening's show, which is about hobosexuality. The harvest moon is up. There's a chill in the air, right? Hot girl summer is over. So when that's so, those hoes gotta go somewhere. Don't don't let them don't let them shack up with you, fam. Don't don't do it, man. What it is, it, it's a scam. A homosexual is a person who has sex with strangers to prevent their stinking asses from being homeless. Alright? You single. You've been single all year. You know what I mean? You FBF. Friendly broad free. But now as that thermostat drops, the little booty shorts need to be covered up. They might throw on some of them little funky ass pink sweats. And ladies, fellas ain't exempt either. It's gray sweatpants season. We know what they doing. With their massive man meat all in your face. You tempted. You wanna get stuffed like a holiday turkey. But you really haven't had no action for real, cause you're a good gal. Since like May. So you, you tempted too. Now what you got? Some dude all up in your house. Eating your baby's fruit snacks, drinking the juice. What you got, brother? She She's smoking your, your special blend of herbs you got for company when your family come over to show that you cool, you down for the cause. So how do we prevent this? How do we prevent these hobosexuals from stealing your peace? Now... I say that kind of jokingly, man, but this could end poorly for the wrong type of person. You know, I forgot what I read because, like, again, I'm always reading something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was people have been accustomed to using people instead of things and valuing things instead of people. And I really feel that, man. It's like, let's say you're a good guy or gal. You know what I mean? you just been like all of us in the adult world. You may have kids. You may have a career. You may have a career and kids. And sometimes, you know, as the nights get a little bit longer, you get kind of lonely. You know, when the kids are asleep and the work is done and you're winding down, getting ready for the next day. Lay down in bed, you there by yourself. Thinking, damn, it'd be nice to have somebody next to me. But you know what? It's better to be by yourself and work on yourself and wait until the right person comes around instead of until a person comes around. So there's like a list of things that they said to look out for to avoid being a victim of this. Like, this is like some predatory behavior. Uh, One of the things, like with homosexuals, 
is like, you know, let's say you meet one in a bar or at the farmer's market or something, you know, they're going to spark up some blase, blah, trivial-ass conversation. You know what I mean? But you've been by yourself for a while, so you're like, shit, you talking to me? Cool. Let's, let's go ahead and do this thing. And to you, the conversation sounds good because you haven't been having a conversation for a while. And, uh, you know, y'all exchange numbers or whatever. I talk on the phone, but shit's moving really fast. You know what I mean? He's talking about, hey, can we meet up for lunch? Uh, can, can we, you know, go catch a movie or something? It's real fast. So, you know, you're like, yeah, fuck it. I, I can definitely get out of the house. And next thing you know, it's time to pay. They forgot their wallet or some shit. They try to see where your pockets are. Now, dudes, nine times out of ten, we're supposed to pay for shit first anyway. So, it don't really register in our mind. Now, you know, oh, this person's just, you know, trying to get a meal out of us or whatever. But ladies, be hip to that. You know what I mean? Nine times out of ten, because it's always that one option or whatever. But nine times out of ten, that dude's going to pay for the first encounter, especially after he asked you out. Then there's been times when, like, his car can get declined or whatever. But you know what? He's like, oh, I don't know what's going on with my car. Pay attention to that. Like, cool, well, just hit me back tomorrow. Once that clears up, hit me back. So always keep that in your mind or whatever that, okay, accidents can happen. Banks can make mistakes or whatever. Not often, but it can happen. Uh, second thing. Like, when they are sexual, brother, she is trying to suck you like she's trying to suck a dime at a parking meter. Some of the best hoo-ha throat you ever had in your life. You you grabbing pillows, normally you don't do that. She's doing all these wild things you won't believe. But when it's time for her to leave, she try to stay. She try to act like you put it on her so good that she can't go nowhere. So then, you know, you, you don't want to sit down because it's cold outside. It's late. You're, you're, you're a gentleman. So you're like, okay, well, I got work in the morning. You know what I mean? Uh, just go ahead and well, when I leave in the morning, you leave with me. She's going to try to convince you to call in from work. Don't do it. Don't, don't, you, don't you fuck up that money, young man. You GED. You get every dollar. You tell her, nah. I got a meeting. It's really important. I can't fuck this up. And then you escort her happy ass out. Make sure you lock the doors. She's going to call you. She's going to try to say she forgot some shit. But a lot of these homosexuals, they keep stuff in their car. You know what I mean? They'll say something like, oh, well, and never do this, but they'll say something like, oh, well, I left my such and such at your house. Can I, can I get your keys and get it? Nope, absolutely not. Or another thing is she may try to play on, on as men we have these huge egos. She may try to play on how good it was last night. Like, well, shit, can I stay tonight again? Yep, absolutely you can. Here's one sure sign. She's a homosexual, buddy. When she's over your house, she's going to try to take a shower before that next night. She's going to do it because she's you, you can't take showers at the YMCA 
or at Planet Fitness without a membership. So she's gonna try to shower up. She's gonna try to wear something really nice. Don't fall for it. Ladies, on the other hand, let's say you uh, you should never bring anybody around your kids. I, I don't care. It, 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 at least six to eight months. Yeah, they, they should know that you got kids. But bringing a stranger around your kids first night, come on, man. This is the simple first grade stuff. But let's just say, you know, he he put the donkey dong on you. You're not thanking you. you, you, you your wig's all over the place because he didn't split that motherfucker in two. He's going to try to show you some value. He's going to try to be like, oh, man, uh, I, I'm tired. What time you get off? You mind if I just stay here? Because, you know, I live all the way across here. whoop de whoop You're like, all right. Because you know in your mind, shit, you done already gave the coochie up. So he's going to smash again that night. Because most times, and ladies, you know, email me. Correct me if I'm wrong. If he smashed too early the first time, you like, fuck it. We, we already did it. Might as well keep doing it. So like, yeah, you can stay till I get off work. So he's like, ha, I'm in there. So what he's going to do, he's going to clean up your house real good or whatever. And once he does that, he's going to leave. He's going to leave. He's going to go to whatever rat's nest he's hiding in. He's going to bring some shit over your house. And, like, put it in the living room in, like, a little bag probably behind your couch or some shit. And I know what you're thinking. Kai, how do you know all this shit? Were you a homosexual? No. But I was a victim of homosexuality. Uh, We're going to call this woman the songbird. All right? This was, uh... I I try to make light of it, but it was actually I was going through a serious situation. I had, uh... Max's wife and I, we knew we were over. I had uh, got this loft in downtown. And to kind of get over that grief, my brother Bloop helped me get a sports car. Because I never had a sports car before, but he had connections or whatever. So Bloop got me this uh, Dodge Charger. Not the Challenger. No, I'm sorry. A Dodge Challenger. I always confuse the two. The two-door joint. Motherfucker was candy apple red sweet ride, right? Because I was driving a Dodge Dart. Anybody who knows me, fuel efficiency is king, and it's not about the size, it's about where you're going. So anyway, so Blooper hooked me up with getting a uh, Challenger. And like, when I say that motherfucker was bad, so on paper, financially, I'm looking great. Independent film actor, Dodge Challenger, downtown loft in a semi-major city, I'm doing good, right? So, I go to this audition uh, for this film. The film never came out, unfortunately. But I went to this audition for this film. When I go to auditions, buddy, yes, I am suited and booted. I need to know who the character is. I get into that role and I dress accordingly how I think this character would look on their flyest day. So, the songbird was there. And uh, she was looking me up and down. She pretty much boned me with her eyes without even saying anything. So as I'm leaving or whatever, she's like, I heard, I heard you overheard your part. You was really good. And you know, me being cocky like shit, this is what I do. It's like, is that right? Well, maybe, uh, you know, you can teach me a few tricks. 
I was like, baby, I don't even know if we got the part yet. You know what I mean? And she was saying something like the producer or the writer or the director, somebody, because I'm trying to be ambiguous here without giving up the person's true identity, was a family member. So she noticed she got a part. And she could give me a part or whatever. I'm like, well, I don't need your connections. I think my talent alone will get me. So anyway... She's like, well, can you help me? Because I'm nervous and I want my family to look bad. They told me I get this part. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. So she get in the car or whatever. And, uh, you know, we go into my spot downtown loft. And uh, we stopped at a spot called Chicken King. If you're ever in Louisville, Kentucky, I highly recommend Chicken King. People will say Indies. Yeah, you got to go to the right Indies. Chicken King is always the king of chicken in Kentucky. It's not the colonel, it's the chicken king. So anyway, so I pick us up some chicken king or whatever. Light little $20 spending. The whole time, like, it's like she's scheming. So she come back to the room. I mean, I'm sorry, to the room. <laughs> Should have took her to the room. She comes back to my loft and we eat the chicken or whatever. And like, uh, she has a whole script, not just the sides. I'm like, oh shit, this, this script is alright, because I like to, you know, read the whole thing, so the script was alright. So anyway, she was like, fuck that script. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, look, I just think you sexy, I just want some dick, yada, 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 yada. Back then, I was in a bad spot. I think I already mentioned this, like, my father had just passed away that December. So, my head was already in like a weird spot. You know what I mean? And uh, in some ways I'm like my father. In some ways I'm not like him at all. And this is something I was kind of grappling with at the time. So it was like, shit, fine chick, looking good. I'm going to go ahead and clap these cheeks. That shit was amazing. I mean, absolutely dope, right? So we do that. And then, you know, she's like, well, you mind if I take a shower? I'm like, yeah, here's the guest towels and stuff. And she left her panties over my place and whatnot. And then she was like, uh, well, can you take me home? I'm like, yeah. So I take her home, very modest home that she lived in. And uh, the next day she hit me up. She was like, oh, my God, you know, you did this and you did that. and But I really do want to get to the script, blah, say, blah. Uh, you mind if we work on it? Instead of being like, yeah, I got shit to do. This is one of the weeks that I didn't have my daughter or whatever at the time. Because then I only had two kids. And uh, I only got uh, my middle child for 10 days out of the month. So I was essentially kid free for like the next six days. And uh, so, you know, pretty much the same thing. I fed her, drilled her. But she had a bag with her this time. And she was talking about the dude that she's with or whatever. You know, they having problems and she just want to kind of, you know, clear her head. Is it cool? She can kick it with me. I was like, for a couple of days, yeah, I really ain't got shit going on. So we kicking it. We riding around the city and she's taking pictures of Instagram or whatever. I'm taking pictures of herself in my car and Instagram by my car. All this weird shit or whatever, right? To me, I'm like, whatever. Live your life. And, uh, it was like two days after that. I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of smashing. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm done with smashing. So she's trying to get all frisky and shit. I'm like, hey, you got to go. She's like, what do you mean? 
I'm like, hey, man, you, you got to get up out of here. She's like, you just going to do me like I'm some hoe? I thought we had something special. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have anything special after two or three days with somebody, okay? This is not serendipity. This is not an answered prayer. This is not, uh, it's not any of those things. I mean, whatever it is, I don't know. But what I do know is if you put God first, you'll never be last. Peace. Hope you enjoyed my cast. Thank you.